Hey, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. This is our podcast where we talk about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi's a Scorpio. I am. <laughs> <laughs> and today is September 19th. Happy birthday to Jarvis oh, Cocker. Jarvis Cocker of Pulp and of Jarvis Cocker. Yeah, uh, Pulp is a band. I didn't know who Pulp was or Jarvis Cocker was until much later in life. I didn't actually learn about them through you, Elmi. I know oh. another Jarvis Cocker super fan out there. What? Really? Yeah, her name is Sarah. She is the wife of my friend Ivan. Oh, yeah. And she is a massive Pulp slash Jarvis Cocker fan. And actually, I knew it was his birthday because she posted on Instagram oh. that it was his birthday. And Elmi is also a huge supporter of Pulp and Jarvis Cocker. Yeah. Uh, Jarvis Cocker is a Virgo. Today is his birthday. He also has Mars in Scorpio. Oh, okay. I feel that. I definitely feel that. What about you? Yeah, Defs. He seems to be pretty serious about whatever he gets involved with. Nice. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, Mars is still retrograde, and it will be retrograde until November 13th. So that's messing with a lot of us, especially if you have Aries in your chart in a significant place, if you have Scorpio mm. in your chart, like Jarvis Cocker with Mars mm -hmm. and Scorpio, or Elmi with Sun and mm -hmm. Scorpio, you might be feeling this retrograde Mars energy more than most. And Almy was dealing with a throat issue yes. the last couple of weeks, which seemed to coincide with Mars going retrograde. If I were a doctor, which I am not for, for many reasons, I'm not a doctor, I would just tell Elmy, listen, Mars retrograde, you'll get your throat back on November 13th <laughs> when Mars goes direct. In the meantime, take it easy on the throat. Do some fifth chakra type meditations because oh, okay. the throat chakra is the fifth chakra. Uh -huh. Wear blue. You are wearing blue yeah, right now. So you're doing good there. Drink a lot of tea. I'm doing that. Yeah. Maybe I am a doctor. I just didn't realize it. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not a doctor. <laughs> not no a doctor. doctor. Um, Fremulon. Yeah, Fremulon. Yay, Fremulon. Um, Black Moon Lilith is still forming a conjunction with Mars in Aries. That's another factor right now that's going to add to intensity in the air. Um, Black Moon Lilith I mentioned last week. That is our like primal desires, like our, our deep-seated sexual urges. Black Moon Lilith. If you're feeling salacious, look up your Black Moon Lilith. Just go online. Um, there are websites out there. You just type in your birthday. It will tell you where your Black Moon Lilith is. Elmi and I both have Black Moon Lilith and Taurus, in case you were wondering. Mm -hmm. But anyway, this Black Moon Lilith-Mars conjunction is going to be exact on September 22nd. That's coming up in a few days, so that might be an extra intense day. Um, but it's just kind of hanging around at least through September 7th, or sorry, at least through September 27th. So look out for that. And if you are feeling tired, unmotivated, confused, uh, feeling more vulnerable than you normally do during this Mars retrograde, that's totally normal. Those are the feelings you should be experiencing. Um, so we're, it's going to be tough. But again, with this Mars retrograde, it is a major exercise on patience, being diplomatic, 
and uh, especially at a time when you're not going to want to be doing those things. Mm. You're going to want to be asserting yourself. There's a lot going on in the world. You're going to be wanting to get your voice out there. Uh, but it might backfire, I guess is what I'm saying, to a certain extent, especially with Saturn keeping an eye on Mars. Saturn is the planet of restrictions, limitations. Ask a Capricorn. They know far too well about what Saturn does. Saturn rules Capricorn. It can make anyone a little pessimistic and cynical from time to time. But Saturn is keeping its eye on Mars right now. They are going to be forming another square on September 29th. That's not this week, but uh, the week after there'll be more intensity there. So this this year is definitely going to be <laughs> going out with an intensity intense bang. And speaking of intensity, the moon is in Scorpio all this weekend. Yeah. Elmi, as a Scorpio, what yes. sort of activities would you recommend? And I guess this could be our Ask a Scorpio segment of the show well, every it's, week. It's coming so early this time. Yeah, I'm just kind of mixing things up here. Every week we do a segment of the show called Ask a Scorpio, where I get Almy's perspective as a Scorpio about what life is like for her. Almy, as a Scorpio, what might you suggest to people that they do this weekend? I would suggest, uh, depending on your comfort level and the air quality, I think a walk, either a vigorous or meandering walk through your neighborhood, or some form of working out is good. I don't know if you uh, enjoy working out. If you don't, uh, I'm not going to suggest you do it. There's nothing worse than working out when you hate it. But as a Scorpio, I've noticed that when I channel that through physical activity, I feel so much better by the end of it. Um, I like to do just workout videos. I have an exercise bike. Oh, Pin is in the closet recording with us. She wants to be let out. That's okay. our cat. Yeah, sorry. did not know the cat was in here. Um, I recommend cooking. I recommend organizing Basically, keeping your mind and your hands busy, so maybe learn how to code, because I find that when I do stuff on the computer, like editing the podcast or editing my voiceover reel or something like that, um, my hands are busy because I'm typing and I'm clicking and blah, 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 and my brain is busy, and I think that is the best possible combination. So um, you don't necessarily have to work, but maybe try to learn something new focus on a hobby or focus on physical fitness, just something like that. And if you don't want to do any of those things, you can always just lie down and watch TV. But if you start to feel twitchy, just get up and do something. And that is my suggestion. Sincerely, Elmi. Yeah, so there you go, Scorpios. Now you know what to do this weekend. Thank yeah. you, Elmi. Sure. This is the last week of Virgo. The sun will be entering Libra on September 22nd, this coming Tuesday. Which is the first day of fall. It's also the fall equinox. Yes, it's the first day of fall. So congratulations to Pisceans. You made it to another Libra. You survived another Virgo. Virgo with all their detail-oriented energy and trying to just compartmentalize and whatever it is Virgos do with categorizing and organizing and all this stuff that drives a Piscean nuts. That stuff's going to be lightening up a little bit as we get into Libra. Libra, of course, is more of a sociable type of energy. Not that Virgos don't like to socialize, but would you rather go to a party that a Virgo is hosting or a Libra is hosting? 
I think we know the answer to that one. Okay. Oh, um, uh. I, I said that on, on behalf of Pisces. Uh. Uh, I just do this for Pisces. Um, you know, but it's a good time to go shopping, get your hair styled, uh. bring a little beauty into your life now that we're going into Libra, bring some art into your life, some creativity, plant a flower, take a piano lesson, just be beautiful in general, look at yourself in the mirror more. I don't know, that kind of stuff. Um, but we do have a little bit of Virgo energy left here, so it is a good time to get organized. That is a reference to the movie Taxi Driver when Robert De Niro goes on that awkward date with Sybil Shepard and tells her that he needs to get organized, and she corrects him to say, you mean organized? And he says, it's, it's a joke, organized, and she still doesn't get it. It's such a great exchange. Robert De Niro has a Pisces moon. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. So does Sybil Shepherd, actually. Sybil oh. Shepherd, also a Pisces moon. And Almy, as well, our designated Scorpio, has a Pisces moon. What about Scorsese? Martin Scorsese, he is a Scorpio. I know that much. Oh, yeah. I do not know offhand what his moon is, if there's only some way to look that up. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> I didn't bring my phone in. Usually I bring my phone in to look things up, but I didn't. So if anyone wants to look that up for us, pop in the comments on our Instagram, something about astrology. Choose our latest post that you can find and tell us what is Martin Scorsese's moon. Yeah, thank you. Help us get organized (laughs) by telling us what Martin Scorsese's moon is. Speaking of moons, there was a new moon this last Thursday. I so do not like new moons. (laughs) I'm like... I always think like Garfield. What? Garfield didn't like spiders. And he didn't like Mondays. I am the Garfield of new moons. <laughs> I cannot stand new moons. <laughs> Nothing against them. I just prefer an old moon. I like <laughs> moons as old as possible. Give me <laughs> just a dying on the vine, withered moon. I can get on board with that. New moons, no. <laughs> no, just no. Uh, and again, I was born during a full moon that has everything to do with this. My emotions, <laughs> when there's a new moon out there, I feel flat. I feel lost. I feel confused. I feel like a Pisces. Um, but um, bum. Okay. Oh, it's not happening. Sorry, just um, that up. But anyway, yeah, you know, Thursday, September 17th was a new moon. Uh, if you are into new moons, if you were born during a new moon, you probably love new moons, so good for you. Um, it is a good time, they always say, to set intentions, get your goals out there. I was a day late because Thursday I was just being tired and, and distraught because I had a new moon hangover. So yesterday, Friday, I went out and I, and I bought a candle. Mm. You know, I went to the store and yes. I got the intention candle uh, to get some stuff moving in in our life. You know, So I lit it uh, yesterday. And it's one of those candles that you're supposed to let it light until it burns down and you put out your intentions, like you know, whatever it might be, career, love, whatever. Um, but you're not supposed to uh, blow it out until the candle burns out on its own. But we did blow it out last night for safety precaution because we did have an earthquake. And I was thinking if we have an aftershock or something, I don't know if that candle is going to fall over and start a fire. Mm. So I did have to put it out for that. Yeah, so. we did have a few things fall over. Yeah, so, you know, new moons, earthquakes, candles in general. I'm not so great at any of those, but that's what we were up to this past week. I'm going to transition into a fun little activity game kind of thing that I created for this episode in celebration of the fact, not necessarily celebration, but we are leaving Virgo. So (laughs) I wanted to, and I got nothing against Virgo. I love Virgo. I love, I love getting organized. I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart, a lot of earth energy. So I, I relate with Virgo. I think you guys are great. Um, 
and I have this little game I want to play with Almy. It's oh. called Virgo or Not a Virgo. Oh. I will give you a celebrity name. You tell me whether or not you think they are a Virgo or not a Virgo. Oh, okay? this is great. Yeah. This is new to me. I had no idea who's going to do this. Okay. we got we got to have some fun. I'm coming off a new moon. We're coming off an earthquake. We're coming off <laughs> uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing away. We need a rest little... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, and happy Rosh Hashanah, by the way. Oh, right. Yeah, that. Happy Rosh Hashanah, Shana Tova. And now we're going to play Virgo or not a Virgo. Yes. Kim Cattrall. Oh, uh, Virgo. You know, she's not. Uh, and and this is what inspired this entire game. Kim Cattrall just popped into my head. I think most of us know her from the TV show Sex and the City, uh, although she's been in all kinds of things over the years. And I think she has a new show coming out, and I saw an ad oh, for it or something. Yes. That's why she popped in my head. But I'm like, Kim Cattrall, she just seems like she'd be she a Virgo. Does. Doesn't she, she seem She really like? does. Yeah. And she's close. She was born August 21st. So technically, oh, she's a Leo. But if she just hung on for another day or two, she could have been a Virgo. Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to read her autobiography someday to see if that bothers her that she came this close in this life to being a Virgo. You could have been a Virgo. All right. Seal. Not a Virgo. Correct. Seal, the singer, is not a Virgo. He's an Aquarius. Yeah. Sting. Oh, that guy sucks. Um, I'm sorry. Elmi <laughs> <laughs> is a Scorpio. As you uh, he's just so good at everything, and it's just really annoying. Um, nothing against him personally. I'm sure he's a great person. I'm going to say Virgo. He is not a Virgo. Uh, he's a Libra. He has a birthday coming really? up uh, before too long on October 2nd. Okay. So happy birthday, early birthday to Sting, yeah. who may or may not suck. No, he doesn't suck. Grimes. Grimes. And I'm going to say not a Virgo. Correct. Grimes is not a Virgo. Nice. She is the opposite. She is a Pisces. Yeah, Grimes seems like full-on Pisces. Actually, Grimes should be the official Pisces. We should like vote official representations. Yeah, I, I get on board for right? that. Yeah. Grimes is one of my favorite Pisces. Keanu Reeves. Virgo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he actually, he's a Virgo. He's right I in can, there. He's got that like nice, peaceful Virgo energy. Yeah. Jarvis Cocker from the band Pulp. <laughs> I'm going to say Virgo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just making sure you're paying attention. I was. I actually was. Thank you. Andre Brower. <gasps> um, I would say Captain Holt is a Virgo, but I don't know if Andre Brower is. I'm going to say no. You're right. He's not. He's yeah. a cancer. He's a nice, cancer. Nice. And then we'll wrap it up with Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh. Virgo shoot. or not a Virgo? No. No? She's not a Virgo. Correct. She She's not a Virgo. That. Yeah. Okay. Phew. She was also a Pisces. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So there you go. We've we've just played the first and probably the only Virgo or not a Virgo. We'll bring this back with other signs. I think this was interesting. Thank you. Yeah. What a nice romantic surprise. Anytime. That's yeah. that's what I do. I'm a Sagittarius Capricorn rising. I am known <laughs> for being romantic. All right, so I mentioned this weekend we have a Scorpio moon. Almy already went over the activities for you to do this Scorpio moon weekend. On Sunday, September 20th, which I guess is tomorrow, the planet Mercury is forming a square with Pluto. So you're going to want to watch your tongue a little bit. Mm. Arguments are 
kind of going to be sitting out there ready to happen on Sunday. So don't try to force the issue. Try to take the high road. You know, in Sunday my, is in tomorrow. Sunday is in tomorrow, so September 20th. When sh- how long does this little bubble last? Are you saying just Sunday, September 20, Mercury squares Pluto, watch your tongue? Or is this the sort of thing where we should be like in advance and then after even? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, there's a lot of preparation to do in advance for a uh, for Mercury squaring Pluto. So hopefully you've spent the last three weeks or so preparing for this, buying the necessary supplies. No, actually, it, I don't know, a day or two. It's probably like kind of starting right now, today, Saturday. It's going to be at its most intense on Sunday, and I think it's Sunday mm-hmm. evening, oh. at least in the Pacific time zone. Okay, okay. So that's when it's going to come to a head and then, yeah, it'll still linger around into Monday. I'd say by, you know, Monday evening, you'll be fine. Then you can just go get in as many arguments as you want, <laughs> and they won't be as intense. Okay. But usually with those kind of square things, you know, look at like a day before, a day after, maybe two days before, two days after kind of, kind of deal. But, yeah, uh, that's kind of how long that particular influence is going to last. Uh, once we get into Monday, the moon will be going into Sagittarius. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, things will most likely be a little less intense. They might be a little too goofy and funny and silly for some people uh, because that is what we Sagittarians bring to the table. Mm. But hopefully a little bit of lightness and a little bit of not taking yourself so seriously. Yeah, we need that. I need that. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of Sagittarius energy this year in a year where... Well, again, you know, sometimes <laughs> as individuals, we're meant to go through things. Uh, obviously, as groups, we're occasionally meant to go through things and to grow. And sometimes it's just serious business. And yeah. But anyway, a little Sagittarius moon action Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So grab some of that humor if you can find it. Mm. I mentioned on Tuesday, the 22nd, the sun will be going into Libra. And that will bring Libra season. But uh, Tuesday and Wednesday... Yeah, those are looking like the best days next week as far as good vibes go. We've got a moon trining Venus on Tuesday. We've also got the moon trining Mars on Wednesday. So those are, that's good energy in terms of, there might you might feel, we were just talking about romantic. You might be feeling a little mm. romantic on Tuesday with Venus and the moon doing their little dance. And then Mars, which has just been so thwarted the last couple of weeks and will continue to be thwarted uh, through November, it's having a nice little trine with the moon. So our emotions and our actions might actually be in line on Wednesday. Might be a good day for getting things done. Mm. We'll see what happens there. Because, again, when Mars is retrograde and when it's got Saturn messing with it and when Black Moon Lilith is hanging out, it's just it's already an angry planet to begin with, mm. as they say. So it's not getting any less angry. But on Wednesday, it might be able to catch its breath. And be and, and Mars might feel like, hey, it's okay to be awesome again, just for a day. Um, it won't last long, but uh, Wednesday's the day for that. Uh, Wednesday evening, the moon will slip into the responsible sign of Capricorn. Mm. And we'll just be feeling so responsible Wednesday, mm. Thursday, 
Friday. We're going to just tackle all that paperwork we've had piling up on our desk. And we're going to talk about money and finance and all that kind of fun stuff. We're going to assume a more serious business-like tone to finish up the week. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people become a little sad and depressed because Capricorn energy can also make us just feel bleh. So our feelings could be a little overwhelming. Capricorn is also, you know, that's the other thing. Like, I always thought, like, you know, when two planets form a conjunction, that that's just always positive. And, and that's another thing to always remember about astrology. We kid a lot on this show. But, you know, there's no good. There's no bad. It's just mm-hmm. energy. I remember asking an astrologer about this, like, on one of my first meetings. And I was just like, you know, I remember her telling me, like, you know, it's just energy. It's just, it's, there's nothing, no judgment, none of that. I'm like, yeah, right. But, mm-hmm. you know, the more you do it, you're like, yeah, it is just energy. There's a lot of yin and yang out there, a lot of uh, opposites attract kind of a thing. And for every whatever, there's a thing. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, Capricorn, the Capricorn moon is going to be forming a conjunction with Pluto and Saturn later in the week. And again, just because they're forming a conjunction where they're lining up together in the sky, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easy energy. Our feelings could be a little overwhelming towards the end of the week. And especially fear. You know, anytime Saturn is has a strong influence on something, fear usually comes into play. So just, I don't know, the end of the week, just watch your mind the best you can. Know that it might not, that some of the thoughts in your head might not be as bad as you think they are. Hang in there. And then by the time we get into Saturday, February 26th, the moon will go into Aquarius, and then we just kind of detach a little bit. So we'll be able to catch our breath then. That's February. That you may as well be saying like twenty oh. thirty five. You yeah, know that's what I a mean? typo. That's a typo. I need to get organized. I meant to say Saturday, September twenty sixth. Oh, okay. The moon will go into Aquarius. I was wondering. I was like, why is he skipping to Feb? His notes here say February. Thank you. Um, and I was listening to you, but then, for some reason, whenever I see something written down, I assume that that's the truth. Do you know what I Just mean? Just like Ron Burgundy, yeah, and Anchorman. Yeah, like I would totally. Totally. It's it's really hard, actually, to um, when you're reading something out loud and then you see something that shouldn't be there. Um, and generally, I am very good when I read stuff and discerning what is truth or what isn't. But you are so knowledgeable about astrology and I know nothing. So between us, we know something. We know something. But when you, I saw your note, I was like, okay, so then it's February 26th. Yeah. Um, we should, I'll just edit this whole part out. This is dumb. Yeah, no, this is great. And, you know, again, we're leaving Virgo season, but Virgo is hanging around. We need to correct each other and we need to make sure we get everything right. Almy has Mars and Virgo. So oh. thank you for pointing that out. I don't want to give people the wrong information. There's enough misinformation floating around out there, let alone when the moon is going into Aquarius. We want to at least get that right. So the moon will go into Aquarius on Saturday, September 26th, and then you can enjoy your life again. And then the week after this one, just a quick sneak peek, the following week is going to be pretty wacky. I've got my eye on on that week, that's for sure. Um, Sunday, September September 27th, Mercury will be going into Scorpio. And Mercury is the planet of communication. If it's in Scorpio, the communication is going to get a little intense. People are going to maybe want to get down to it and get (laughs) below the surface and really dig into some of those things that have been bothering them whether it's been all year whether it's been their entire life whether it's been whatever that stuff could come out 
And yeah. And then on Monday, September 28th, the planet Saturn is going to be going direct. And it's also going to be forming a square right around there with Mars. So that's going to be interesting. Anyway, we'll, we'll deal with that later. <laughs> but uh, for this week, at least early on in the week with the Sagittarius moon, if you can get a little uh, happiness in there, <laughs> a, little, a little humor and whatnot, that's the time to do it. We will be more responsible later in the week. Mars is retrograde. Lilith is doing stuff. I don't know. But anyway, this has been our show. We love you. Hang in there. I think Almy's going to take us through a deep breath, which we all, I definitely, I definitely need that. Oh, sure. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll close the show with a nice, deep, cleansing breath. So if you want, you can close your eyes or leave them open and just um, very gently but powerfully through the nose, take a nice, deep, cleansing breath. Kind of just hold it for a moment before you release. Think about everything you want to release and slowly. And then we can take another one just in. Yeah, it's a Scorpio Moon weekend. We need two. And release. All right. And thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We hope you have a great week and a great weekend. Yay. Hang in there. We love you. Bye.